This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. All right, y'all. Happy freaking New Year. Welcome back to the WOMED. Is this coming out on a new year? Let me let me assess the calendar real quick and see what date this is actually going to be dropping. No, this one comes out the 29th, right? Okay, that's kind of perfect, though, because yeah. this is our third annual New Year's episode. And we kind of always just reflect on this past year and then start to you know set our intentions for the new year. So I kind of love that this is coming out a few days before the new year, because we always encourage our listeners to set intentions with us and to reflect on the new year with us. So I kind of love that. I do too. Yay. I've been feeling like really good. I'm I'm like stoked for this new year. You look great. Well, thank you. I know our listeners can't see you right now, but you look like you're glowing. You've got some like fresh makeup on your, your hair is blonder. Like you look, you look fresh. And like six inches shorter, like I chopped, I got the hair done. I, um, I've been trying to find the like right red lip and it's very difficult for me. So like this one is from Charlotte Tilbury and it's like so nineties is the name, but it's kind of brown. But yeah, I, but like I kind it. of love that. I yeah. love that. I think that's, that's like a little bit more wintry, you know, than mm. the bright red. I think the, mm-hmm. the darker red hues is really great for, for winter. And I love it on your skin tone, actually. I think it like, Thank you. it fits really nicely. I'm just, you know, trying to channel Taylor Swift and maybe, you know, manifest a sweet jock in my life. <laughs> Honestly, we should just get you on Raya. That's where they all are. Girl, I tried again. Let me just tell you, I tried again. Raya hates me. There's no way that's possible. There's I, no way. That- I like had like more people submit and confirm that like I am who I say I am. And it just still says, yeah, you're on a wait list. And I was like, cool. <laughs> I've heard if you tried emailing them just and like bumping it up in their inbox, they almost always like follow up that way. So I think you should try to email them. This is probably not a good time because it's the holiday, but I would definitely try to email them and like see what happens because yeah, regardless of, you know, I have been on all the apps and even though I'm just too scared to be on Hinge. I'm too scared to be on all the other ones. I I just don't, uh, I don't want something being, I mean, I'm announcing it now. Yeah. Yo, D's ready to date. Holler. Kind of don't know if I want like a whole phase. I don't know where I'm at, but I want to have some fun. Well, Raya is for having fun. Um, I don't think that it's the best of the apps for meeting like your long term serious guy, but I've heard this. Yeah. And I really, really wanted to disagree. Like I took that feedback when I first started dating and I was like, oh, no, like I'm going to, I don't think so. I, but you know, I went on a few Raya dates and they were all, they were all like okay, but yeah, overall, there's definite like fuckboy energy on Raya. But mm. if you're single, I say download it, have fun. Like, who gives a shit? Like, go on some Raya dates, you know, go on when you're ready. I do think, you know, you'll, you'll have to just get over it and get on hinge because I do think <laughs> there's a better 
quality of men unhinged for like a relationship, I do, mm. you know, or just the old fashioned way, meeting people in person, but you don't really like to go out, Danny. So how no, are you going to meet I, somebody? Jack, when I tell you, I have been like, I have been taking myself out. Mm. I took myself to this dance workshop, solo, YOLO, and it was really? awesome. Yeah. And I met some more people. And then um, this guy, he's very cool. He's become a very good friend. His name is Ricky Smith. And he's kind of known throughout um, Cleveland for doing these like random acts of kindness and stuff like that. But he's also like a comedian. He's just a really cool, wonderful human. And I've gotten to know him and his girlfriend. And uh, he was like raising a bunch of money to uh, support like families and stuff during the holidays. And we had like, he's like, I'm having a gift wrapping day this day. If you want to come, that's great. We'd love to have you. And so I just went solo YOLO again. And to, yeah, I've just, I've been going out. Wow. I'm so proud of you. Cause that's not easy. It's not easy to do that when you're in a new city and you don't really know people, but that's how you're going to meet somebody. It's just, yeah. Saying yes to things and Mm -hmm. putting yourself out of your comfort zone. What do you think changed recently? Because like, I would say a few months ago, you were like, absolutely not. Like, I am not ready to date. You knew for sure. Like, I was kind of pushing you like, come on, Danny, put yourself out there. And you were like, shut up. I am not ready. So what do you think changed? I don't know if like I can pinpoint it. I have just been feeling so good. Like, I've been finding so many moments of joy. I've been putting so much work in on myself and therapy and EMDR and I don't know, Jack, I just feel like I'm fucking elevating. If that makes any sense, like I feel like remember the summer after the breakup and I was just like a couple months after the breakup and I was like, I just want to be like a beacon and just shine because like I want my love to come to me. I just want whatever's supposed to come into my life to come into it. And I know that I have to like, not shine, like I have to be something else, but like, you know, like I want to like be this light that like other people see me as like, I want to find that Mm. again. I want to find her again. And damn it, Jack, like I am her, like I am so embodied in her right now. And I know I'm like speaking in like the third, what is it? Third, second person. I don't know. (laughs) But like, I'm like, I don't know. But Dia's fucking here, man. And, you know, I was thinking about this the other day too, because you also know this, but during like the breakup, part of the reasoning was I was told I was not resilient or I was told that like they thought I would be more resilient. And I actually, I remember like, like stuttering, like coughing, be like, I'm sorry, sir. What the fuck? Because I'm sorry, I'm I'm the most resilient bitch I know. Yeah, I, that's just not accurate statement It's just so not accurate and just so wildly inaccurate. Do you feel like there's part of you that like wants to like prove that wrong in in an essence, like, like really like prove it to yourself almost? No, because I've, I've always known it. I've always. Yeah experienced it like I have been through so much shit in my life and I've always come out stronger I have always come out bigger I've always come out brighter 
there's like no need to even like prove that statement because it's fucking laughable. And it was laughable in the moment when it was said. So I don't know. I just, I just feel really good. I love that because you can, I can feel it just from the way that you're speaking, but also looking at you, like you look like you have a new vibrancy about you. Like you have a new glow. You look fresh, like you're ready for this new chapter. I'm ready. I'm fucking ready. So you've got the new, the new hair, the new, what else? I got some new tattoos. So Ray has not been doing great. And I really wanted to get like a little tattoo of Ray. And it's perfect. And I don't know if you'll be able to, I'll send you a picture of it because it's still healing. But it's exactly like the inspo photos that I sent. And you can't see it in here, but I'll send you a picture. And it's like, the inspo picture was her laying on like half of her ear and her little kitty fangs were hanging out and you can fucking see her little kitty fangs. And I love it so much. And then I got this little, I wanted it to be like a little light. I don't know if you can see it, but it just is like my little light beacon and reminder to be a little light beacon. I love it. And then this one is my favorite. Whoa, we got, we got three. We got three. But these were, I literally have been thinking about these all summer long. And Ray, I'd been thinking about for like the last year. So this one says, and I think we talked about this in Mallorca. It says, and then she dot, dot, dot. Because it just speaks into like, there's always a plot twist. There's always a new chapter. There's always something new, something else and then she broke her heart and then she fucking Mm. rose from the ashes and then she found love and then she said goodbye to her cat and then she (laughs) got a new job and then she you know whatever um there's always and and then this happened and then that happened so i love it I don't know. I'm just in this like wild, great place that feels like I can do anything. Part of me just wants to like find a cute little stars hollowy town and move there. Maybe in the mountains, maybe in like Nantucket, maybe like, I don't know, (laughs) maybe Chicago. Who knows? I just feel really excited for the future. And I think that's the, the main grounding force. That's amazing. Good. Good. I think that's one of the beautiful things that comes out of a heartbreak is like once you kind of get through those initial stages of grief, there's so much beauty in in the freedom that comes after a breakup. Like you, you feel so free, like your options are endless. Like when you're in a relationship, you kind of start to see, well, this might be what my future will look like. And this is how things are going to be. And Mm-hmm. when that like rub gets ripped up from under you like once you start to pick up the pieces you can start to see this freedom of wow I can really choose how I want the rest of my life to look and that is mm-hmm. a really beautiful thing and there's just been so much good coming in like really mm-hmm. good people and opportunities and I always survive I always come back stronger Is that a Katy Perry song or is it Christina Aguilera? I don't know. (laughs) 
So building off of that, um, you know, kind of like reflecting on this past year, you had a lot of curveballs, a lot of ch- so much change in the past year. Mm-hmm. But what are some intentions or one intention that you're setting for the new year? I almost feel like it's the same intention that I had last year. And it was abundance. Like that was, mm. that was my word. And that just feels like it's resurfacing and like really resonating. I was talking to my therapist about this and uh, one of my friends had asked me like, what are you really, really good at? And what are you really, really bad at? And I was like, wow, it is so easy for me to list things that I'm really, really bad at. But I woke up the next day and I was like, I am really, really good at creating a beautiful life. Mm. Like no matter the circumstances, no matter where I'm at, there are people in my life who have stayed and it doesn't matter if they're in the same city like you or my friend Keaton down in Nashville. Like there are so many people that have come into my life and stayed that I cannot fathom life without them. Mm. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. It almost feels like a superpower. Like I'm I'm finding joy here in Cleveland. I find so much joy in my patients. Um, do I think this is my forever city? Well, probably not. But while I'm here, I'm going to make the best of it because it's my superpower. Amazing. So I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to keep being me and bringing it all in. So abundance. I'm leaning hard into that. What about you? What are you feeling? Last year, yours was like femininity. It was like mm-hmm, leaning mm-hmm, into your feminine mm-hmm, side. Mm-hmm. How do you think that's changed for you? That was before Richie. It was. And I would say, especially after I met Richie, I think it it was I was able to really lean into that, not just because I'm in a relationship, but I think part of what I learned, what does that mean for me was allowing other people to help me. Mm. I think that's like an aspect to embracing your feminine energy, like, let someone take care of you in in certain ways. Like if 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 your partner is offering to, to take care of the dog for a day or wants to rub your feet at the end of the day or wants to cook you dinner, like let let them take care of you. And I'm really, I think since my divorce, still so in a complex PTSD sort of state where it's really hard for me to trust still. It's really hard for me to put all of my walls down. It's really hard for me to like really rely on someone because I'm so worried that it's going to get taken away from me mm-hmm. that I, you know, yes, it is something that I worked on this past year. Did I master it? Absolutely not. It's a constant practice, Jack. It's a constant practice for sure. And I think for 2024, like I was thinking about, you know, what different things I want to focus on. And it all came back to this same theme of, again, I think because I've been in such a fight or flight since the divorce and I'm finally kind of like getting out of that fight or flight to really heal. I just really want to slow down in 2024. Mm. I feel like I, again, when you're in that fight or flight, like you feel like you have to get everything done. You have to have your career exactly where you need it to be. You have to have multiple streams of income. You have to like support yourself. You have to do all these things to like be safe. 
And I think I am safe now, but my nervous system is still like, you're not safe. And so I think in 2024, I really want to just be able to slow down and appreciate just the little things again in healing my my nervous system, like enjoying cooking at the end of the day, enjoying taking my dog for a long walk, knowing that like my career is in a good place. I don't need to start an, you know, another new thing and like, you know, take on another project. Like enjoy where everything is and, and focus on the beautiful things that I have created and like continue to build them instead of bringing in more, 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 more. Like almost like the opposite of you. Like instead of abundance, I like need to like more so stop bringing in so many different things and really slow down and get clear on like what it is that I want next. Because I think now that I'm coming out of this like trauma response, I can finally like take a deep breath and be like, okay, like what do I want now? Like now that I am safe, now what? And I I have been feeling in the last few months, like I've kind of hit a little bit of a rut in that. And this is all normal. Like you go from a rock bottom to thriving, to hitting a rut, to getting out of the rut. I've definitely been in a rut the last few months because I've just been like healing and just like enjoying, Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) like traveling and enjoying like my job and um, kind of taking a step back away from my businesses. So definitely feel like I'm in a bit of a rut, which is fine. And I think that's great to be able to like recognize it. And yeah, hopefully by slowing down and getting clarity, I can like start to figure out what I want my next year to look like. But, but yeah, it's been, it's been really great. Like it's crazy because I think back to like the last few years, we've done these episodes and I was in such like a different stage of my life and um how i'm now realizing that healing is such a complex thing like it's just mm-hmm. like you get out of that fight or flight but then you're in the okay well now we actually have to do the deeper work that's there like oh, the yeah. deeper work that you you didn't really get to yet so actually i also have been seeing this trend on instagram and tiktok where people have been sharing things that they didn't do well this year like where they're just like oh "Oh, like I I didn't do this like what are some of the things that you didn't do and I thought it would be fun to just like maybe list a few of those and then Mm. maybe end with like a few more specific things on what we want to do for 2024 like more specific I love this love this Cause I've been seeing people share like some of what they didn't do well. And I was like, Oh my God, same. Like it's so relatable. And like, it just makes you feel so less alone. So I was thinking about just like, if I had to pick three things, I don't want to say failed at, but three things that like, I definitely didn't do well this year were one. Um, I did not continue therapy. I took on EMDR. Like, this is why I'm so proud of you for sticking with it. I took on EMDR. I think I did it too quickly, or maybe I just didn't like hit it off with a therapist. And it was just so much that I just like started avoiding therapy for the past like five months. Like I have not gone to therapy Mm -hmm. and I know that's not okay. It's definitely like an avoidant thing that's happening right now. Like I'm definitely avoiding it because I, I, I just like don't want to go back there. Um, so that's one thing I kind of stopped going to therapy. So hopefully we can work on that next year and actually go to therapy. The next thing is I could probably count on like my two hands, how much I've cooked for myself in the past like six months. 
I, again, was just like a rut. I have not been cooking for myself. I have just been ordering out or like literally girl dinnering it, like oatmeal or like a grilled cheese sandwich. Like I've just not been taking care of my body in that way. So that's something I really want to work on. And then, you know, to be really honest, like something that I have not done well this year is I have been also like really hard on my body this year, which I haven't Mm. been in a really long time. And this one kind of came out of nowhere because I think when I was going through my divorce, I lost so much weight, which is normal. Mm -hmm. I think when you're going through like a traumatic thing that you just like literally just want to throw up every second. So like I lost a lot of weight, too much weight that was like not healthy. And then, you know, over time you get back to your normal rate and I was like feeling good and healthy. And then I think like since honestly, and I hate to blame it on this, but like since I froze my eggs, I feel like I've just been really out of it, like out of tune with my body in a way. I don't think that it was the hormones necessarily that like caused me to gain weight. I don't want to like scare anyone that like it causes you to gain weight. But I have noticed since I froze my eggs, I like kind of went through the recovery of all that and coming off the hormones. I just like haven't really felt myself. I haven't really wanted to go work out. I haven't really been wanting to take care of my body. And like, and like I've gained some weight. And it's just like, I have just been so hard on myself. Like, in that way, which like I literally know everyone on the face of the planet has gone through these like months. And so, yeah, that's something I haven't done well this year. It's just like, I've been really hard on my body and like critiquing my body and like not being happy with my body and wanting to change it. And so, yeah, I think the three things that really didn't go well for me this year are probably three things that I want to focus on, like specific things for next year, getting started back in therapy you know, taking care of myself by cooking more for myself. And then just like giving myself some grace with how I look and like not giving a crap about my weight and how I look physically. And it's like so much easier said than done. But yeah, I think the goal isn't losing weight. The goal is, hey, your body has been through a lot in the last three years. Like give it some slack and like you'll find that balance again. So just like be kind to yourself. <laughs> ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. You don't know how badly I needed to hear that, and I'm sure (laughs) a lot of people listening needed to hear that too. Like, that's a 
such a great reminder because that is one of the things that I did not do well this year either was like a lot. And especially like the last half of this year was very Mm -hmm. scared to be in my body and feel everything that was happening to me, let alone nourish my body how it needed, especially after freezing my eggs. And then once you finally start feeling better, but like, again, not really cooking for myself very well because I get home from work at like 730 and I'm exhausted mm-hmm. and like, what, what do I do? You know, like you just kind of have that like, I don't know, is food paralysis a thing where you're like, I should do this for myself, but I don't know if I can. Well, I think it's different too when you literally work so late and by the end of the day, you're just so exhausted. Like you don't want to make another decision about food. Yeah. Like you're just like, I, I don't care. Like I don't, I'm just so tired that like, just give me something to eat. I don't care what it is. Yeah. My weights like fluctuated a lot this year. I dropped like way too much weight after the breakup. But like now I feel like I'm in like a good spot, but I'm also like, uh, maybe we need to put a trigger warning in for this, but also all of the ozempic and everything that is everywhere and there are so many sneaky ways to get your hands on it is real tempting and i am yeah uh, because it's like oh but like maybe i could just take like a little and i know that's not healthy i personally am at like a a state where i just want to work out like i want to have the energy to work out and i think i'll be fine but Knowing that that's out there and available is like in the back of my head, especially in your line of work. Like I would imagine, I would imagine it's like probably pretty easy for people in the aesthetic world to like be able to get their hands on that through somebody. Yeah, I know it is. Yeah, it's yeah, it's tough. It's tough. And like, I think it's just so normal. Like everyone goes through different phases and that's why you know, the whole like body positivity, body neutrality. It's like, but how do we get back to this point where we were at like, yeah, healthy, strong bodies, like women are like working out and stuff. And now you see everyone is on Ozempic again. Everyone is on Semaglutide. Everyone's on Wigovi. Oprah's a freaking rail, which, you know, whatever, whatever makes, oh, I just, oh, it's so hard to to even still like mouth that and be like, whatever makes you feel good and safe in your body. It's so I hard know. and it's so needed for some people that like really are struggling with their weight, with health issues that is stemming from that. Because like um, we both know you can be healthy and you can be in a larger body. Absolutely. But then there are also a large amount of people who are in a larger body who are not healthy and are having like other huge like cardiovascular, diabetic, like major issues stemming from mm-hmm. larger adiposity. This drug is like great, right? But it is a fine fucking line and it is so tempting. So I, ugh, that should be like, that's going to be a whole other episode. We're going to do a whole other episode on Ozempic. I know. I would love to get somebody on and talk about that. Yeah. I know it's hard. It's hard. I wish I had like better advice too, but it's like, yeah, it's like I have days where I'm kind of like, I'll just like wear my sweatpants around and I'll just like, yeah, I'll not care or I'll go to the gym and like feel really good about myself. But then like I'll see 
like a picture from like some event that I like wasn't posing right. for. And I, I see the way that I look and I'm like, wait a second. And it just like takes you back. And like, then all these thoughts start coming and then you start shaming and all this stuff. But then you're like, no, but I, I know I shouldn't be shaming myself. Like that's not, I love my body. Like I do love myself. Mm-hmm. Things like just knowing that it's okay to have like days or moments where it fluctuates, like self-worth. We kind of actually talked about this with Dr. Z, like yeah. in the last episode. Self-worth mm-hmm. is such an a subjective concept that it's like, yes. like no one's going to be 100% like in love with everything about themselves at all times of every day for their mm-hmm. whole lives. Like it's it's normal to have days where we're like not feeling great in our bodies and just trying to give ourselves grace and then taking like small steps to feel good in your body like what does that look like and I know for me and it is for most people you probably feel better in your body when you're not eating fucking you know McDonald's delivered to your doorstep for the third night in a row you're probably feeling better in your body if you are more connected with the food that you're eating if you're cooking the food that you're eating and if you're moving it and I know that's Mm -hmm. just you know so that's like something that not to keep going on and on and on because this is our new year's episode and I do want to keep things light but reflection is like such an important part of setting intentions, like kind of looking back at what worked well and what didn't work well this past year. And so, yeah, those are the things that didn't work well. I know you kind of mentioned that. Is that one of your three or do you have any other ones that you'd like to add? I'll I'll add some other ones. But the weight thing, yeah, that was one thing I did not do very well this year. I also made myself small. Mm. I made myself small in relationship, out of relationship. And I am just so fucking tired of doing that. And it's something that I work on in therapy. It probably stems from like a bunch of childhood stuff, you know, being the oldest daughter. I'm sure there's a lot of people that can relate to that and just not trying to be the problem. And it's like your existence is not the problem. That's one thing. Yeah, I did a really poor job of that this year of making myself small and not like really sitting with who I am authentically. And I think you're coming out of that though. Like, I think you are, you really are. I really feel like I am, but I also, there's like that, like still that hesitation from like a fried Mm -hmm. nervous system from like the traumatic response. Mm -hmm. Like how long is this good feeling going to last? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just, yeah. And, and the fact that like, and we talked about this in Dr. C's episode too, like your mood is going to fluctuate. Your self-worth is going to fluctuate from day to day. Like you're like, if we were happy fucking raise the sunshine every second of every day, uh, we'd probably die a lot sooner because we <laughs> wouldn't be prepared for anything that is going to come our no, way. No, literally. So, literally. and we still plan on being centurions and living a long, healthy life. So, leaning into that. I also, this is going to be a weird-ass segue, but since you started this, I'm blaming you entirely for this. <gasps> since oh. you bullied me into starting to watch Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) I was working on ads. I was working on the episode. I was like, you know, doing everything but cleaning my house for the impending visit of my family, which I'm actually really excited about for the holidays because I get to cook for people and make good food. So... (laughs) <laughs> but I'm so I excited. Had, 
I have I have Grey's on in the background, and I was like, what episode, what season am I even on? It's got to be like 12 or something. And I paused it, and I was like, Jack, I am on season 15, 15 of Grey's Anatomy. And wow. so much has happened. So much of the cast has changed. And I'm like... I know. It's like a whole different like, show. It's it's a whole different show. But I mean, like, and it was, it's like fun because you can see all these other actors that like kind of got their start on Grey's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then you're also like, for fuck's sake, the things they do to this cast, like... Meredith just like magically gets out of insurance fraud out of going to jail. (laughs) Shit gets so crazy. I know. It's It's so so, bad. It's so crazy. And I fucking miss April Kepner. Like I loved her and I loved her and Avery together. And now like I love Maggie and there's just, oh my God, there's, it's so incestuous and like wild. And I love it. I fucking love Grey's. I can't get enough. Danielle, I think I've rewatched Grey's. I think like I'm on my third time rewatching it, like right now. Like, I, yeah, it's like a comfort show. It's a comfort show. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you have the time. I like I, I, I started watching this when we met. When we met. And it was like, I've been on this for like two years and I'm on season 15. I was just going to say, I think every New Year's episode, we actually have talked about Grey's. Oh, my God. Like, I literally think it's come up every... Wait, so how many seasons do you have left? I don't know. How many seasons are there? Is there one still happening right now? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. How many... What season is this? It's currently airing. If I had to guess, I think there's 19 seasons. Oh, for... Jeez wow yeah Grey's Anatomy season 20 release date let's see let's see so we're about to start season 20 I think oh my god these doctors have been practicing for a long time yeah but no more Meredith I think Meredith in officially in season 20 is like starting to exit like if she still comes back every once in a while but Okay, well, don't Meredith... tell me anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought, I figured you saw that on the, I figured you saw that, like, on TV, that, like, she doesn't want to be, okay, wait. Well, I don't want to know if it has anything to do with DeLuca or whatever okay. else. You officially have until Thursday, March 14th, 2024, to get caught up to season 20. Jesus, Jack. <laughs> That's like a season a month. You could definitely do that. That's like an episode a day. We're gonna we're gonna come back for that episode, and my eyes are gonna be like this, and they're gonna be all bloodshot. You have to because then we can watch season twenty like live together. Oh God, I do want to do and that like, with you. We'll, we'll actually we'll we'll get to experience that for the first time. It's so exciting. Okay, fine. I love it. <laughs> That's our that's our real intention, everybody, <laughs> to get Danielle caught up so we can watch season twenty of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> oh, oh my god! It. Oh Lord, help us! This was such a great New Year's episode. I love doing these with you. I love that we can share, you know, some of the more vulnerable things with our listeners and take the time to really reflect and think about the new year. So I really hope that everybody listening was able to take some things that we've been thinking about, but 
really just reflect on your own year and use that to set your intentions for 2024. Yeah, get your journal, make yourself a sheet of brownies, take a hot bath, maybe make yourself something not sugary too, like, I don't know, some spaghetti. (laughs) Think I know. Sounds lovely. That sounds lovely. Light some candles. I honestly, I'm I'm kind of I'm low-key perturbed that we do not get to spend this New Year's together or that we aren't because the last two New Year's is like well, since we've known each other, we've spent them together. But I am looking forward to a low-key New Year's because I Me too. got targeted by some Instagram ads on like and Chrissy Teigen on like these like cool paint by numbers. <laughs> that sounds freaking amazing. I want that. I, I'll do that. I That sounds like what I need this year too. Truly. So that might be it. But you know what? Plans might change. I'm I'm a I'm a wild gal now. <laughs> I'm maybe Daniel. Daniel have a hot date on New Year's. I'm gonna I put mean, that on there for you. Maybe. I've I've had some I've had some fun. I've had some like. I've had I've had some some saucy fun since uh absolutely yeah. absolutely <laughs> as you should as you should mm-hmm. all right everyone well thank you as always for tuning in with us this Friday and every Friday of 2023 we are so excited to welcome you into the new year 2024. We will catch you next Friday, actually, with our one of our favorite guests, our in-house astrologer. I love that we call her an in-house, <laughs> in-house astrologer. Well, she literally is. We are going to be going over the collective offerings that 2024 is bringing us astrologically. So that is one you are not going to want to miss. We are truly starting off 2024 on a hot, hot note. So we will catch you next week. Thank you so much again for being here. Every rate, review, share means the absolute world to us. And on that note, WOMED out. <laughs>